Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Jesse Nyberg podcast. Today we have on Harry Vincent, super talented uh, digital artist and designer. I'm really excited to talk to him. We're just chatting a little bit about his kind of infamous color red. So uh, let's just get right into it. How you doing, man? Uh, Good. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. um, I've been like, since you tapped me up, I've been kind of rewatching all your existing episodes. Oh, yeah. Cool. uh, I just love the like the kind of insight you get seeing people like face to face on calls and stuff. It's quite nice. Yeah, and it's interesting because um, we were just talking about this a little bit offline. There's people that are on two sides of the spectrum. We have someone like you that is kind of like this uh, mystery person behind the uh, kind of black letter HV and red color. That's all your kind of. That's who your presence is, and then you yeah. have someone yeah. that's more maybe. Uh, a person like Elliot or someone who's all over on Twitch, like their face is very their brand as well, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of, I feel like, yeah, you're right. There's kind of like two schools of like thought and a, approach when people have like, yeah, and you, it literally is like the profile icon. I feel like people just see like the red and they're like, oh shit, yeah. that's me. Um, it could be an agency like, or something, you know? I know, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Uh, but we won't go into like the old handles that I've had to go through to then get to this one. Yeah. Oh man. I'll tell you what, like, the, the first one was, um, I had underscore creative Harry, like, cause I thought that was cool. It's hard to search for. <laughs> no. Yeah. And, uh, and it literally was just this like kind of doorway C icon. And then I was like, oh, I don't know the creative bit. It's too kind of like on the nose i guess yeah and then then that evolved to like harry vector because all i did was the vector illustrations right um and then which then got the red color i guess and then all i did was just change the c to like a v and then flip it and then you get the hv monogram which is now just the thing so is vincent is that your actual um last name Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Proper, proper birth name and all that jazz. Yeah. I mean, so you're you're taking baby steps to be a more of a individual online instead of a, a mystery man. Yeah, that's it. I think, I think, uh, yeah, we were just touching it where it's like, I guess when you start off, you're like, oh, do I have like um like a pseudonym or like a mm-hmm. do I have like a like an alias? Because I know a lot right. of designers do. Like you know, like. Uh, like I get people's like an alias, you know, like right. even I have like the permanent glue on most social yeah. medias, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I think uh, what goes into it is like, you get, I guess you, you want it to be bigger than you, don't you? It's like a, it's like a mantle or like a mask when you think, oh yeah, mm-hmm. like this can be bigger than, or like a, it's almost like a, like, yeah, like an alias or a, a, a character, you know, like you have your, your real name and then yeah. like you could be a, not like obviously we're not heroes but you know it's like your hero name you know there's bruce wayne and there's batman you know his his instagram would probably be batman not bruce wayne yeah yeah i mean oh god i mean yeah batman and bruce wayne like i've always had the thing with like bat uh, bruce wayne is the mask to batman it kind of then gets flipped yeah um everything bruce wayne does is to serve batman we just have like superman where it's like Clark Kent's the person, but he's also the superpower being that's an alien. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's funny that, like, yeah, you're right. If people just kind of either be themselves. Um, I think Elliot's a good example of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and because, like, he was like, because I, I remember he kind of was like, oh, how do I, like, 
be more because we always like used to message yeah he's a time. big he's always told me he's like a big fan of yours too <laughs> I know it's, yeah, but he's doing great. He's basically smashed out his kind of, and again, he's, I think he's a good example of where being yourself is like a niche the, too and everything. Yeah. It's like the, um, the why people follow him is because it has his tone of voice and yeah. it has, and you, and it bleeds through everything that he does. He has a, right. You read the, the, um, <laughs> like jokes or whatever in the, yeah. you, you imagine him writing it and being like very sarcastic about it. And like, yeah. rather than if you see a random poster, you may just read it. It may not come across on how the person designed it, wanted you to read it. Right. You don't know if it's satire yeah, yeah. or serious or, or mean no, no, or whatever exactly. they're going for. Yeah. He, and I, yeah, like I said, he kind of, yeah, he does that. Is that, is that there's that tone of voice and tone behind it where you're like that's like a business card joke like mm -hmm. and it's great to see you know him become that and all this all the cool shit that he's done with like case to fire mm -hmm. um and like you know even just little gifts in his twitch stream I, I tuned in the other day um because i had one of my stuff exhibited in sydney obviously i yeah. can't be there it was like a, it was one of my um, seven deadly sin stickers. We just made it massive, make into like, a print, basically. Yeah, and um, but they were just going to chuck it because it's like virtually unusable. And I was like, but give it to Elliot. He's in like Sydney. So then, um, and he went and saw it. And yeah, basically, I went and logged in on his stream, created an account. And I said I kind of hijacked the stream a bit and said, "Hey, do you want a free print?" And he was just like, um, "Yeah." And yeah, and he basically was like, oh my God, I'm getting a free print, like yeah. one, one and a half meter, like sticker thing. That's um, funny. So yeah, he's like, I gotta go, cool. I'm going to go pick this up. At the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they so were just going to throw your stuff it, away. Yeah. That's what they do. They just get, they just throw it away after. <laughs> it, yeah. Well, I think cause it was a sticker. Um, cause it was, um, Alana, she did her own um, exhibition that was called Glib. It was like this terminology of like being kind of like like lazy and like sloppy or like glib has is like an Aussie kind of term. Mm -hmm. And um I was like, well what's so lazy is just to repurpose and is this an artwork? Like that's lazy. Yeah. So that's um, like it. that's a really <laughs> smart way to go about it. And you yeah. already had didn't have to do any extra work. Legit. Like I think all I did was just outlined everything as it was and just made it bigger. Yeah. Um but yeah, like yeah, it was just a big vinyl sticker. So essentially you can only really use it about once or twice. So it's all rolled mm. up and backed now. Um, but yeah, I might pick it up. I'll have to have a look in on that if they've picked it up or not. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Like, I, uh, it must be pretty like exciting to get some stuff like in a uh, gallery or whatever like that. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I mean, I've always liked, um, I think a lot of what I've done has been very small scale or like digital. Um, mm -hmm. but to then have something that was like big or in person, and obviously I couldn't see it, but it was kind of cool to see something like that at that scale. I mean, I recently tapped into doing like the TV mockups and stuff or like things yeah. on like existing devices just to kind of see how like the outline style can live in different mediums rather than just being like a poster with a fake texture on it. Right. Um, do I push it further and have it on TVs or distorted or is it painted? I mean, I've just bought like, uh, like this, like a pen, like marker pen set, like, like you oh, know. Yeah. Did you just do it? Did you? Is that just a, a um, like a uh, 
what do you call it? OEM red, or um, did you like get that hex code oh, no, like yeah, a Pantone the, or something? Do, yeah, they don't do the kind of calder red that I use. Yeah, yeah. like um, it was just red, red, but I was like, that's fine. Um, yeah, yeah, this it's that because everyone asks, like, is it orange or red? And I'm always, it's red, but how I describe it, I guess, is like you know, like, I guess you'd say tail lights, but like the headlights of a car, mm-hmm. like it's that red where it's not just kind of like a post box or like a standard red it's that bit of like energy or lightness to it um yeah like a like a it's like a like a nuclear reactor like the heat coming off of it like molten like yeah um and the main reason for that was because you can then put black on it and it's legible um which funny enough coke just rebranded their coke zero and it's black text on red and i was like shit like that's me with the with the red um uh you make a good point about it being it it's a i have a problem sometimes where i really like a color but it doesn't work on the inverse you know uh you can use it on top of the white or on top of the black but putting the black or white on it kind of has that you know visual vibration or whatever you want to call it and it just kind of like you don't want to look at it it's really ugly but you you've been able to it's like it could work as a negative you know yeah, exactly. I think, and I can't remember, like, because basically you can get, there's like neon paper stocks and you can get like green, yellow, orange, and pink. And they also sometimes do a red. And, and it's like a construction them. paper type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think like awesome merch do it. I remember looking and they do a red and I was like, ooh, that's not, because red is normally dull. Like, I think everyone's so used to kind of like, uh, like fire hydrant or something yeah. yeah 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 and it's just a bit like uh, whereas like i said yeah you're right where it needs to work on the inverse where you can have so it's like a middle tone you can have black and or white on top yeah. and it still works um and yeah i've just always liked that kind of and it's weird how i just because that was when i did the when i did the i guess horribly good idea of posting every single day for about nine months I was like, okay, but the rule is whatever it is, it has to have red in it, like, mm-hmm. and this specific tone. And you never really um, um, spoke to it. People just started to notice kind of, right? No, yeah. I, and it was, that was literally the rule. Like I went through like using kind of like free stock images and like different mock-ups and stuff and trying Yeah, it's hard out. to do the illustration from scratch every day, I bet. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, oh, yeah. Like, and that was the first hurdle. I was like, okay, I want to post every day because that was the, was the way of uh getting you know a big big audience and mm-hmm. and also just trying to out and working out what my thresholds were um and yeah like it was like oh, but i can't do an illustration every day because it'd literally kill me um, yeah and yeah it was it was the case of right some will do illustrations of some will just use stock imagery and put a sticker on it and i guess it and literally and this like this is like yeah 20 2019 now yeah like early 2019 um yeah you were doing a lot more of the um on black too back yes before. oh yeah that was yeah because then the second instagram allowed you to do the whole blackout theme i was like oh, yeah. Um, yeah but yeah the isolated on black and i think it just worked on websites as well um mm-hmm. and yeah like the whole kind of asset on a black background it was just nice and clean and you could then swipe and do the, the details and stuff um but yeah it was that kind of and that's essentially because a lot of that came that posting every day a lot of it came just from frustration really i was like in a place where uh i was at a really nice agency 
but I wanted, you know, like more as, as you do as you, yeah. when you're kind of with age. Was that Impero um, or whatever? Yes. Yeah, I, so I was looking yeah, on your site. Guys, shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Um, learned a lot, like how to present and market and like public speaking, which I was never, never yeah. good that. We used to be like sharing sessions every Friday. It was quite sick. And um, like little, uh, yeah, little reviews or whatever and whatnot. Yeah. Like people would share like personal stuff or like this what went on. Um, but basically because of the posting every day, that's since you got the following up and that's when all these you know, DMS and like emails started coming in. Mm. And I think, I think the one was like 30 seconds to Mars. Like I was like, wait, like, like Jared Pete, yeah. Jared Pete, like me, see me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, what? Like, and you're just and then, at work um, like seeing the email or whatever like holy oh shit oh god yeah it was yeah it was uh it was actually on dribble actually um oh that's so random yeah. i don't ever hear anyone get stuff from dribble oh, yeah I actually it depends but yeah um, yeah yeah it was one of the um the like actual um head i don't was that but yeah it was the i can't really say i guess um it just reached out and then yeah that turned into and that was kind of like the main clincher i think that was like a Oh wow! Okay, if I can do this and get noticed, like you know, that's kind of a cool thing, you know, to get noticed for stuff that's mine and has my kind of voice and kind of tone to it and aesthetic, I guess. And um, and it very quickly became other people that started doing kind of you know like oh like I mean Ollie Sykes was like and the bit like I was like whoa like getting the follow having yeah. messages and I was just like okay like this is a thing then um because i previously i would just you know i was the only intent was to just uh i was just bored you know and uh and yeah to it's get like a blog kind of or whatever in the beginning you know yeah it was yeah it was just kind of just to fill the time and it essentially became a machine in and of itself and then like i said it got to a point where i was like okay well i'm getting all these kind of uh inquiries and stuff from like cool things could I do it full time? And then that's what essentially led up to February last year was then that was the first month of freelance for me, which is, you know, over a year ago now. Um, perfect timing, man. For the, yeah, like, uh, I mean, perfect or not perfect, depending on what's think, going on. Well, yeah, it was, I think at the time I was like, oh no, because there was lots of things in the pipeline that were going to happen. A lot of it was based on flying out to- In like, events and stuff. Events and like, um specifically you know coming over to where you are man hoping hopping over the pond um, yeah working closely with some clients and then it didn't happen and i was like oh. but i think in hindsight probably was better because I was able to kind of get a firm foothold of what freelance was like here without moving um, all around and everything yeah exactly and like things like contract paperwork and stuff um and getting all my like insurance stuff sorted and very quickly started having all these small projects and inquiries and you know doing stuff for drop deads and stuff Mm -hmm. and that was like early days and to think of where i am now versus a year ago is just really nice like uh to to have pulled through a i guess a year one in a pandemic that where my main clients that do gigs aren't doing gigs now you can kind of do you you feel like you can handle anything right yeah and i it was it's been like a really good like um really kind of progressive year like i've learned so much just in year one and i'm just kind of excited now to go into year two now i mean it's because i always based it on tax year because it was just like 
taxier now. Yeah. Um, you have to have grown up about that. Uh, Did you, um, uh, I, is that what made you, I guess, then leave the agency was just that you could? Like, have you always wanted to do like freelance, but you just were no, like scared yeah, of the security or whatever? Yeah, basically it was, there wasn't, uh, yeah, a bit of both. Like, I think it was because I could, I think I was Mm -hmm. realizing that I was like, okay, could I do this all time? And I think whilst being, you know, at home, really, it was like, it's not as big of a risk. And so therefore it was kind of, you know, it's like, okay, well, if it messes up, I can then just get another job again. And right. luckily it hasn't yet. Um, you know, like it's been all kind of, I think this, this first part of this year, like 2021, it's been very chocker. Like I've had loads of new things. I've met loads of new people, had loads of like really cool conversations about stuff. And it's made me realize, okay, I've done something right then. If I'm mm-hmm. still able to like still pay for stuff and exist and eat. Um, a lot of your clients like a uh, kind of, different all the time or ongoing relationships that you do work for every month maybe sure yeah i i got to a point where i did have that um i kind of have like a little bit of both maybe we're both like it's like a two-pronged approach where i have people that just come to me for me like they see my site see my like social profiles or something and they, they scout your style like, or whatever yeah and then i also then have kind of like I guess someone in the background is of people that I know that regularly tap me up, like um, a lot of like agencies I work with quite closely, just on really cool campaigns, really. And a lot of cool, like... Um, Where you're more working like in their brand designers. guidelines and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And like through their processes. So I kind of like having the balance of both because one's more regular than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it was... it was Because early days, I didn't. I was kind of hoping and praying that I was going to get an email from a band every week and it didn't happen. Yeah. And so, I mean, well, of course it didn't happen, <laughs> but yeah, I think it was the case of, I, I think I realized quite early on that I couldn't keep relying on that flow of it. I needed to make my own and tap up people that already knew and find also new contacts. And yeah. that's exactly what I've done. And build some longer term um, relationships and things. Yeah. It's been really nice. And even, you know, it's funny how I think, even though we're like, like less connected, I think I've spoke to and had loads more video calls than I think I ever would have. Would have. And, yeah, and that's allowed man. the branch, to uh, the tree of my kind of contacts to be a lot more bigger and varied. And it's been Even really talking nice. with you and like um, some of those people in the Twitter chat that were in like, <laughs> yeah. and just yeah. Instagram and stuff. Like, I, I don't know, I, I kind of, like I'm very grateful for social media, but I hate it at the same time. But like without the pandemic, I don't think I would have started the channel, which then made Mm. me realize, Oh, I want to do a podcast too, which then made me realize, well, fuck, I got to get these people to like respect me. So they'll come on, which then made me reach out to people more, you know, and be more social on the social media because I used to just, you know, post whenever I wanted, didn't really like, look into how these things work and how to grow them and then sit there and wonder how come I'm not on the level as these other people. And I realized, Oh, it's because you don't deserve to be, you're not actually doing it the right way. And uh, I feel a lot more disconnected in a way from some of my uh, IRL friends or whatever you want to call it, but meeting people, like, I don't think it's cool to talk to someone like you and 
or like um jack uh skintress yeah. or whatever like yeah, from yeah, different yeah. countries and uh feel like we're all just kind of the same person living in different parts of the world you no, know it, it, that is exactly yeah i think what i think i found uh, similar to you where it's like uh i think twitter has been a very interesting place like back in the last year yeah. going into this year just for some reason i don't know what it was but it just felt more active um mm. i mean i only recently because i've always had it but i never really went into it i, I think, used to just use it in high school for whatever <laughs> nah, yeah i didn't i it was like so it's like linkedin i just don't use i try and i try to but it doesn't really suit i guess what i'm about really or whereas i think twitter you, you're right like all the little group chats and things that we're in or yeah um they really i even discord man like i didn't know what it was like last year and yeah i only knew it for I'm, gaming i didn't know you could create like nah, design chats and stuff with this. like yeah nah, i was like okay so I'm like, I'm a part of quite a few of those now. I'm like, your one, I guess the one I mean, Dan set up, um, uh, which we're not that active in apologies, but we've got one. <laughs> on, um, and yeah, and there's loads of like NFT ones, which I'm just a bit like. Those uh, ones are fucked. Like, yeah, like, you try to go ones. in there and it's like 30% like people spamming. The other 70% yeah. are like, yo, could you get me on foundation? <laughs> yes. Uh, or, or like yeah the, there's a couple of ones i want like and also part of um um the healer deal one which is really nice like mm -hmm. that's kind of cool that's from like a uh, malavida yeah like uh, Elise's oh, one. The, um, uh she does all the crazy like texture yeah, like marble stuff yeah. right yeah super that's cool it. um so yeah it's been nice i think i also did a um like a, a collective hope they're called thing and that um, uh, that was that can they connected me with um christian who's oh no he's gonna bug me if i don't know his handle uh because yeah, i've followed we'll him for a while whatever it is yeah it's um his thing is oh no hang on yeah we can get it he deserves it yeah and i'll throw up a screenshot somewhere in the middle here on the screen okay Oh yeah, it's um C it's at C dot ICB. He's got like 40k followers. Like we've been following each other for a while. And then yeah. you know, we just never we just well and then that that little project that we did it was just coming up with like using we had to use um Excel to create artwork. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you oh, like limit cool. like the pixels and stuff and adding in yeah. images. Um and yeah, like um I'll just copy it into here do you want me to just copy it into this yeah uh, you can do it after two i'll save it whatever yeah okay so. you want to okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. real quick uh maybe um can you uh close whatever you open because it made you all white okay yeah Make yeah it. cool cool <laughs> oh my god yeah, the glass <laughs> so yeah so um, uh chris it was named christian yeah christian yeah um and like it was just kind of nice because we had a call and we're like it's funny but we're all just in the same scenario where we're like less connected, like you said before, right. like actual family and friends that are like an hour drive max away or less than that. And yet we're talking to people completely other side of the world, like every day. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it was kind of nice. And we were both like, this was really cool just to even, because we, like we followed each other for a while, but we hadn't really talked or yeah, there's like a person behind the profile picture. Mm -hmm. And uh it was just kind of cool. We're, the, we're just riffing on the same kind of topics, mm -hmm. um, like what thing, like the world, world going to shit and like environmental yeah. stuff and like 
is NFTs feel bad kind of thing. And so it was just kind of nice. And it was that level of humanity, which I think we've all been lacking this past year, I think. Yeah. Um, but we, I guess we've been able to find it by other means um, as well. And like, and like you said, like, if the pandemic happened and you're not starting this, you know, like going after the, this podcast and stuff, like it's always interesting to have that kind of uh, this time because we're not going to get anything like this again, I don't think, well, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and if we're lucky enough to still be around, I think a lot of people had really positive career changes where they've tried mm-hmm. shit they would never have Or done they didn't before. think it was, but it was. Yeah. Ah, it's like yeah. a blessing in disguise type of thing. Yeah, exactly. Like um, one of my, my, my like IRL friends, um, Lucy, she started up, she was these really cool like illustrations and she started up her own like um she called it peaches cult we'll throw up that on there um and we do a little shout out but yeah she does these really cool like really cute like kawaii like frogs and stuff yeah and she only did like keychains and stuff and then she suddenly just designed this frog cushion and people just loved it and again the pandemic kind of afforded that time of going well yeah fuck it try it and she did I'm massive uh-huh. going out of show. She just drops like every couple of weeks and just sells out in like a minute each time. That's dope. And it's awesome. It's so good to see like people trying stuff and using this time and like, you know, because it's been such a struggle, you know, like a lot of people have lost their whole livelihoods and yet a lot of us are fortunate enough just to be around still and yeah. we kind of have used it um, whilst despite how kind of crap it's been. Um so yeah, it can bring this uncertainty, can bring up, you know, these rough decisions. You know, I think when yeah. this ends, there's gonna be loads of people going on holidays and and, and doing stuff that they've never done before because they've had 18 months to well, that's to, like, um, not being able to. There is like some kind of it's kind of corny, but some quote I heard that it was something like the only difference between a rock and a diamond is pressure or something like yeah, that. You yeah, know? yeah. And it's enough. like some people you can, yeah, enough pressure, whatever. <laughs> and, you know, uh, you can take this stuff and the things going on, which seems like in, uh, in the good side is we're on the la- latter half of it, but, um, you can take these things going on, whether it's, um, social justice issues, hmm. like uh, a pandemic, people just yeah. overall being idiots in the world and you could feel bad for yourself and feel hopeless and feel like whatever you're going to do isn't going to fix it. Or you can take that and spin it into gasoline for like yeah. your vehicle of choice and just try to push it and like benefit yeah. from this time, you know? Yeah, it does. And it takes a lot of effort, you know, like I think, I think everyone's to start to varying degrees have had, um, uh, like issues that they've never been able, they've never had before. Mm-hmm. You know, like isolation and like being cut off and self-discipline too. You got to be, yeah. And that limitation of just like having no options or no, no kind of things to look forward to. You know, in like months or even a year now, it does have a toll on you because then I guess you question why you do things like why are you breaking your back like. And a lot of people then have not had the facilities like at home, you know, like developing all these kind of like, you know, sitting on the edge of their bed doing their work, like there's yeah. no separation from enjoy enjoyment and work. And right. Like, you need a dedicated space, you know? Yeah, it does. And like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of fortunate that, uh, August last year, uh, 
the lovely pool. Um, yeah, tell me about that space. Yeah. I, want, I wanted to ask yeah. you about it. So I keep saying this to him. Like I said, that dude literally saved my life. I couldn't work from home. Like I was struggling so bad. Um, even though I had my own like desk, you know, I had all the things there. For some reason, I just could, didn't have that headspace. I had mm. the physical space, but the headspace just wasn't working. And I think it was, it, you know, I think a lot of people have probably had the same effect where that commute, yes, it's long and hard, but it gets you out of the house and it gets you, you have like fresh clothes on and you, you know, you, you make an effort with the appearance. It just makes you feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and discovering this place and having this place since August has just been insanely helpful. It's like literally 20 minutes away from my home. Yeah. And that's and, a good amount where you don't hate yourself driving there, you know? No, exactly. I mean, I've always, I've contemplated walking. It's only about an hour and a bit walk. Um, so like, you know, get my steps in or something, but yeah, it's awesome, man. Like, um, uh, could I, can I show, hang on. I could, let me turn the camera around a little bit. It's also, if you want to, um, you could, you could send me a little video after too, if you want. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That might be better actually. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever you want, you um, can just do a little iPhone tour. <laughs> yeah, I can. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Actually, that's a better idea, man. I always get so like, yes, yeah, just do that. And then actually, it's the best idea. Uh, yeah, we got just, the luxury of um, not being live, you know? So we got post, oh post-production God. stuff. If we were, this would be a nightmare with me because <laughs> I've just I'm so like, yeah, I'll just do it. Oh, shit. Come on. Yeah, I do um, that all the time. Like, uh, I have a great idea. Oh fuck! I just yeah. like I've I've gotten up before to adjust the adjust my camera, and shit just yeah. starts like falling and my lights and oh, everything. I'm no. like fuck, fuck, freaking out. But yeah, how does that um, work? Like, does um you said yeah. Paul or or whoever he yeah. he owns the the um the ba- uh, it's called the, bakery, the building yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, and you guys all so just like, like yeah, paid us to work there or something or. Yeah, basically, yeah, with this like this stuff, we kind of rent a desk, but you you get more than a desk, man. You get like your own locker. Like we have we've had uh, ever since I've been here, we've had like these kind of like plastic, you know, screens in between mm-hmm. each desk. So therefore it's kind of COVID safe, whereas if one, you know, coughing or whatever, it's fine. Yeah. But not many people have been in because um because of the certain restrictions, a lot of people just had to isolate and stuff. So for a good chunk of it, for about three months, it was just me in this like, oh, really? office. It's like I was like, and is it kind of open to whoever right. wants to like apply or sign up or whatever it is? Yeah. Yeah. Like I think, cause currently there's a lot of spaces obviously because no one's really been in, but um, yeah, it's got, I think now we've got capacity for about 12 to 14 people, massive desk spaces. And is everyone like, uh, I don't know, like a creative or designer or something? Yes, like yeah. That? There's, there's photographers, designers, uh, project managers, cool. um, everyone uh, advertisement even advertisement and stuff um but yeah honestly man it's like it feels like a london agency if you've ever been to one um mm-hmm. it's got that vibe to it except you know it's you got, get to um, work like, on your own stuff it's a work yeah everyone's freelance which yeah. is the best part um and it's been really nice like i've you know met some cool people in here um and it's just been nice like wonderful heating like it's great <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but yeah, i feel so privileged to even just have it like i said it's like it was a genuine uh, game changer for me i think i look at my cash flow graph because you quite have those now yeah and it was like red like it was doing this and then august comes around and it's just been green since that's interesting and- because you would think uh 
you have to also factor in, you know, you're paying X amount of money to be in here, yeah. but it's still, yeah. uh, it's still netting out as a, as a win yeah. because you're getting more done or getting more clients or whatever. Exactly. And that, that's exactly, it, it was like, it's like an investment really. Um, mm-hmm. and like I said, yeah, don't, it's can't believe it's almost going to be a year soon and, uh, yeah, mental, but like, it's so, so helped me. And, and like I said, I think it was just mainly the structure and the, the kind of place that it is. Cause like I said, there's, there's everything you want here. Um, and like I said, unfortunately enough to even find it, there's other like hot desking type places, but here it feels like you, it's like yours. If that makes right. sense. Like it's not just a desk you're occupying. It's like your space. Yeah. And you I can kind of do what you want with it. Yeah. Like, and there's 24 seven access. Like I've, I mean, I'm here on a Sunday night at nine. Are 9 the, um, are the, uh, uh like the hardware and stuff is it that is it the the buildings or do you have your own computer and stuff there yeah i've got yeah i've got my own mac on my i just leave my monitor here and we have like we have key form and stuff um so, so do like you have something at home to work on um, too yeah. though or or not at all i uh, was that sorry broke up uh do you um do you have any computer at home to work on also or no uh, no no i literally just have my i just got myself the new m1 mac um laptop with with the um with my kind of business stuff um and yeah i literally just unplug that take that home and i've got my keyboard and stuff and graphics tablet and stuff so yeah yeah, that's small enough huh you just throw it in a backpack or something yeah oh my god yeah literally just throw it in my kind of tote bag and go home that's it i would have to be carrying around this fucking (laughs) 20 pound like pc or whatever just like like, and i have like two months my shit's so like I used to be a very mobile, you know, working off my Mac all the time, but now it's like my thing is like set up. Like, don't even ask me to move my monitor or anything because no. everything's like cord controlled and like lights yeah, and yeah. stuff, you know. Oh, I think I, I think that's just the. I think when you get like a MacBook, that is literally you are mobile all the time. Like, um, yeah, it's kind of just one of those things where you just accept that you're working light all the time. Yeah, um, I'm looking to get a laptop, mobile. but I, it's like, yeah. Uh, now that I, I don't, I, I love Mac. I, I have nothing against it anymore, but now yeah. that I realize like the amount of like the power I can get out of a, not being a Mac, the one yeah. issue though is it's kind of hard to find a cool uh, a Windows laptop. I don't like the cool. laptops that much, but yes, we'll Yeah, I've heard from a lot of people in the Discord and stuff that like they're just expensive for what they are. Yeah, and they don't get necessarily get the spec as well. Um, but yeah, no, I've I've been Mac since sixth form, really. Like, it's just the way. I mean, the, I think the coolest thing is that when I finish a PSD, I just didn't airdrop it to my phone, post it. That's it, done. Mm-hmm. And I think it's that interconnectivity and user interface. I think people are so used to now. Yeah, um, and that's just what we kind of you know do. <laughs> I know, man. If uh. If uh, Microsoft could figure out some type of airdrop or some type of iMessage, it'd be over for yeah. it'd be over for Literally, the yeah. Because I'll always rock an iPhone no matter what happens. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm a PC now, but I love the iPhone. You know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, I somehow survived on an iPhone six until last year. I don't know how. I just did. Yeah, and I was I like that. Just got do one. Yeah, because you know they obviously they intentionally make them shit. They yeah, they looked, yeah. they were fined what like 150 mil the other year, and nothing happens. They just yeah. like 
they literally make them slower and yet we still you know everyone buys the new one each year year on year year apple year. really is the the perfect example of how shitty a company can be and how still like yeah. they give you they make you feel like well fuck like this is i gotta have it you know this is all yeah, i've ever like yeah. they're a perfect example of like a monopoly or whatever you want to call it yeah exactly like it, it was they're like the they're like the it's an abusive relationship almost you know? yeah oh my god but they're, they're like the covert side of consumerism that i think everyone doesn't they're not as finely attuned to like we've wised up to like mcdonald's and stuff like and food and things that are like cheap and have stuff like that but then we haven't but they're the other they're the flip side of that where they they make a product that you always will want even if it may be on paper it's just worse yeah like getting rid of the display ports and stuff and i have to have all these dongles uh and like like i said yeah, and like, they swing it as like it looks cleaner though you know cleaner, don't you don't need these ports like yeah dude what am i gonna do with my hard drive then man like yeah oh. um and yeah they it's but then they all again this is one they have fun the balance of like innovating and then it's getting a new product out. i mean like the i think for me if they change the shape of something it means not much has changed mm-hmm. so like with the recent iphone they just looks completely different doesn't it but yeah i like it though hardware wise right like yeah but yeah i don't know and and the whole their their um their like desktop map that they brought out the most expensive one it has like no wheels and it just rolls freely the one that looks like a cheese grater yes that one yeah it does doesn't it yeah Dude, oh I, I went on their site one day to like max out the Mac Pro like specs and it was like sixty thousand dollars if you max mm. out everything. It's like and it's like one terabyte uh RAM or some stupid yeah. shit. Like you could literally get about three really good like yeah like custom built PCs for that, like nah, like you can get like twenty, you know. Twenty, like <laughs> yeah. You can max out three and just have them as in your different like just have one for rendering, one for like yeah so you're doing all these things at once yeah oh god yeah it's mental in it but like i said it's that it's that kudos that the brand has and it's almost a value in of itself you know mm-hmm. um like a status or whatever yeah yeah that's it i do really like the um I'm trying to get the case off but i can't but i do like the uh, blue color that's why i got the yeah this that one's one. cool yeah because yeah. like i always like i don't know like something about it always felt boring and then the the ones that were colored were always like the cheap version, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the, the like, 5C, remember yeah. that? Like, yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. had those in like when I was in high school, like they were like shit, you know? And they were all like yeah. the pastel, like Easter colors or whatever. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, like I'm, but then you inevitably just slap a case on it anyway. Like I've got the, um, like the D brand, like teardown one. So it looks like Oh, it's that's naked. cool. What, what, it's where'd like, you get that? Um, that like is that an apple case it's like or it's no no brand? it's the d brand it's called d like brand teardown case they yeah do, it's um, supposed to look like it's like stuff. the cpu in there and everything yeah but it's like yeah. the exact inside of it but they're hard as shit so um That's i've dope. dropped it so many times but yeah yeah i used to rock a uh, no case and then i realized like um it's not very smart you know but sometimes i take it out you know just to be like oh it's smooth you know or whatever then i'm yeah. like oh, i gotta put it back in before i fucking throw this on the ground somehow yeah, it's a shame it's like that but like i said they're like they're like virtually a grand now i don't know how that converts to the us but like right yeah for a phone like 
I mean, I remember that the reason why I had the six for so long was every year I was like, right, I don't want a new one. No. And like two, like last year, I was like, right, do I spend like 700 quid, which what the difference was on a new phone? Yeah. Or do I get a pretty fucking decent vinyl player and audio set? And I was like, which one's going to go out of date quicker? The phone. So I just right. get, got myself a vinyl player, all the That's kit. cool. What did you get? What kind of setup? Uh, it's like an, uh, basically just like, it's an audio technica kind of, uh, player. Is it LP 120? Uh, oh man. I a direct know. drive one. Uh, is it this? I have, I, yeah, yeah. Literally like that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Not those stupid suitcases. No, no, no. Like. Oh, that Crosley yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When I got, got this, it was like a big improvement cause it has the, um, uh, the, uh, shock like it on the feet so you know you can walk around and like yeah if someone's dancing or anything it doesn't skip the record yeah 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 it's Um, cool though i love i love having my analog like music set up because like uh with digital sometimes i like um what's the word like i guess for lack of a better word like you don't i don't appreciate it as much it's so easy to just like yeah, skip right. around and throw on playlists sometimes i'll yeah. go here i'll get a record and i'll um i'll listen to it all the way and i won't be working or anything while i do it i'll just do yeah. it like by itself you know yeah exactly yeah i mean it sounds so like aloof but like yes it sounds better but it generally does because you i think you're right you kind of value the presence of the sound more yeah, like when yeah. you're just shuffling, you're like, I skip, skip, skip. And as a designer, then, I think everyone appreciates like the packaging and everything. Yeah, now, oh my right? God. I mean, like, so like Architects, like new album, banging album, went straight to UK number yeah. one. They did like 20 color variants. They're like hardcore, the right? Topic. Or metalcore or something. Yeah, like, oh yeah. my God. It's so sick, man. Like, That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, and like, because they approached me to the, the posters for them, just laying them out. And like Dan reached out to me, Dan Sell, the drama, the do behind them and uh it was just cool to see that and you know like i think you're right it's the packaging like and there's designers and then probably one of our mates has done it as well mm-hmm. i mean like um dan barker always does you know has always got he's got loads of covers under his belt now yeah um and i'd love one day to get those like in person you know i mean I'd, what do you like to ones. listen to like mostly like what kind of music oh so like I've changed the, yeah, it depends what I'm doing, but like my go-to really is kind of like, I kind of like new metal, like a lot mm-hmm. just because I don't know, they just, they tend to just kind of gritty and hard. Like when I'm churning away something, that's what's in my yeah. head, in my ears. But most of the time, like in the office, we just slap on like, just kind of more chilled kind of Mac Miller. Yeah. Uh, yeah kind of stuff where it's like nice but just not as heavy right um i feel that yeah, way with like i listen to a lot of like hardcore and punk and some metal and stuff yeah. but when i work i gravitate more towards like the uh jazz and instrumentals and hip-hop and stuff you know because oh, yeah. it's like more yeah uh, it feels like it's better suited for background music you know yes yeah yeah right like less lyrics more kind of just vibes or whatever <laughs> yeah 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 and like, I, like touching on violence, like I managed to get like an original Star Wars 1977 soundtrack off That's eBay dope. for like 10 quid and had the Japanese art like slip. Oh, I love those with the thing on the left side, right? Like yeah. The yeah. And I was like, cause everything else is the same. It's just the inner sleeve is Japanese. Yeah. And 
I put it on, just start crying. Like Leia's theme came on and I'm like, just crying. Like this pure serenity. Like, yeah. And that's exactly what it is. <laughs> um, I'll show like you that. something that you would think is cool. Um, also, I'm digging the top, man. What's that? This is a... Uh... Oh, Harley no, like Davidson. Davidson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this this I talked about this on the last podcast. This is like Tom Mish's album. It's called okay. uh, What Kind of Music. It's produced by yeah. Blue Note. But what's cool about it is you see like this white text. Yeah. This is actually how the cover looks, but it's just on the thing, you know. Oh, like a slip. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. that's cool. And like yeah. the inside has like a I really like stuff like this because the inside also has um like a kind of booklet where each track has its own like cover art almost, you know? Yes. Yeah. 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 I love that. It's kind of like the added detail and like going in, you know? Yeah. It'd be fun to work on that stuff. I've never worked on a, I've worked on cover art, but never a full on like gatefold LP or anything. Oh yeah. No, I I managed to score. um, Oh, I'm so bad with references. Oh my God. Uh, What's, what's the Kanye album, the red one with the uh, My Dark Twisted Fantasy? Yeah, uh, I scored like the um, like the vinyl of that. And right. you get all the different variants. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. There's a little window. Because um, yeah. I think that was done by Virgil Abloh as well. And like in the typography is all gold leaf. And yeah. It was a good 60 quid, but I was like, oh. but you get three LPs of it mm-hmm. and it's insane. Like so good. Yeah, that I mean, I love like uh, I go to the sometimes I go to the flea markets and the or the thrift stores and I'll look for like some gems, not only musically, but mm. if it's cheap enough and I just like the art, I'll just buy it. Yeah, know? and I'll be like, oh, hopefully, I, I like the yeah. music too. But yeah, there's a small, there's a little town called in near me called Battlesbridge, and they have like basically it's like an auction town. That's it's like, like such a badass mill. name for a city. Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, it opens up soon, but I, oh my God, like, I just love going there. Like, could you yeah. find such cool shit? Like, I found this red glass skull. So me. Um, yeah. And it's now just a lampshade. I could just put, got an Ikea bulb underneath it. Oh, dope. And that's the lampshade now. Um, yeah. At home. So that's cool. <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to ask you about that I didn't quite get to yet is, uh, what uh how did you get connected with uh dan dan barkle and Mm. what do you think um like why do you think that relationship like blossomed so much yeah so basically i mean the dude is exactly where you know i remember when i I basically just kept following him on instagram one day that Mm. was it and I think I basically was, oh my God, like, I wish I could be Dan, like in, in <laughs> realizing that, you know, the, the experience difference I was like, I'm okay. Right. And I'm early days, but if I could get to a point where, you know, cause he literally like inspired a lot of stuff, you know, Dan, Dan comes before Harry, like, right. um, and yeah, just seeing it and being like, whoa, like he's freelance. Oh my God. He's doing all these like March and album covers. Oh my God. And yeah, we, I think all it was, was we ended up just kind of actually talking, like actually messaging, like engaging a lot. And we can get to a point where we then, it just came out of DMs and into other stuff. And we just started just talking more. Um, 
-hmm. he did a lot of like he, like my my he sent me his contract which i then made into my contract which i then gave to everyone else yeah that was like, that was cool that was inspiration for me to do and then it goes to me to really? want to make that yeah. video and explain some of that but, stuff more yeah that's exactly it and that's exactly how it should be we should like it's that openness and uh, that giving everyone that level playing field mm -hmm. and we just basically end up to, and we had you know like similar clients as well eventually like and which is sick and um and yeah we just ended up just talking more and then and it was that we just uh, basically off off social just ended up just kind of you know you know having calls and stuff and this is really nice because it's like someone's like shit like this is someone that's like uh, like three years mm -hmm. ahead of me in a nice way and yeah. um and it's just kind of nice to see that like they also are human and they also like have you know similar problems and yeah because he's also and like shit. a kind of mystery uh mystery yeah it man. is it is yeah um but that's the thing I th and, I th and it's things like you know discord and like um the twitter group chats and stuff and i think that's only going to get better the more transparent we are with each other i think the more you know i guess power we all have when mm. when someone's like you know someone that's inexperienced is getting screwed over basically you know because we've all been there right we've all been yeah. in that situation where mm. we're new we think 50 quid or dollars is enough but it isn't and you only know that by talking to your fellow like and then design. you're when you're selling yourself yeah. short always also you are um devaluing the average cost of what someone yeah. assumes something should cost right yeah yeah that's exactly it. and i think having all you know and like i said i think twitter's been a great space for like everyone's been like you know so open and so like Mm -hmm. this is what this is cost i mean and it's sometimes fu like funny we're all like yeah guys don't do this like we yeah it's like it brought back a sense of spirit that i think has been lost for a while like i haven't felt this kind of integrated as a designer like ever um yeah i i, I uh <laughs> it, we we spoke about it earlier but i don't have a lot of friends that are in real life that uh i've always i can t they they always like you know i'm the designer of the that the right yeah the people i know so they always yeah. just say wow this is cool you know like that they don't know how to like it's not like i can learn from them and and vice versa no. i have a few yeah. friends but it's crazy to see like you're just it's all relevance like you're just the cool designer of your group but then you get into this there's a whole world of people that are worse than you better than you the same as you yeah. that you can learn from and teach and and all that and it's yeah. really cool to finally like feel like you can um get proper feedback that isn't like yes. that's like as objective as it can be i guess it is yeah it's like we're and i think you're right like it's that realization that like you also are like you you have your own unique like mixture and background yeah. that is valuable you know like every single new designer that comes in or gets a mac somehow or they get photoshop or they get the hijack photoshop that's really important yeah. that it happens because otherwise you have these kids that like never learn or like never are able to become who they could be right and it's so good to have all those insights of like, like, you know, we're, we're from completely different backgrounds and stuff. And yet we have a lot of common ground mm -hmm. because we do, we all right. do.
And uh, and it's just nice to have that sense of I'm not, but it's not just me that's feeling this, or it's not just me that's going through this. We've all gone through versions of it, right? Um, and it's only with that social online social as well um, communication that we're all like, oh shit, okay, we've all gone through this kind of same stuff, yeah. and that's when the group things happen. You know, I think like this NFT space, which is kind of still new it's ever evolving and it wouldn't have evolved as much if like my feed is constantly just other designers and artists now like it's mm-hmm. it. like and it's how it should have always been but we won for yeah. some reason yeah um, yeah it's funny you're talking about like uh everyone's like origin and for my uh class or whatever age of people yeah. you want to call it it was like a rite of passage to um, download a torrent of CS6 Photoshop, you know? And that's yeah. the one thing I feel like with the creative cloud, I don't know if it's the same anymore. People probably aren't able yeah. to, to w- wiggle their way around it. <laughs> nah, nah. I mean, now, I get, but that's the thing. It's a lot of it's like classism as well, man. Like, and they're catering to like businesses because like we're an agency, you can afford the 50 quid a month per person I, um, creative cloud that it is. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're a kid starting up, you've got no chance. Right. I think Adobe, especially, especially like if they just realized, if they just gave people even just like a decent trial period or like wavered costs for like a year or somehow, they'd realize that it had much better impact for everyone. Cause it's yeah, if you're under 18, you should get the, the creative cloud should be like free until you're 18. Honestly, yeah, that would be yeah. a good system to implement. And it's been the same over here, like where it's like, they want people to work remotely and home, but a lot of people just don't have Wi-Fi or like they don't have a, a computer they can do their homework on because you know, mm-hmm. they've, they've got five siblings. Like, yeah. And it's that type of shit where it's like, you're assuming everyone's on the same page when we're not. Right. Um, and that's why it's important that everyone has access to the same things. Um, yes, don't condone ripping Adobe off, but also do. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah this isn't of- advice. This is just a story. <laughs> yeah. Hypothetically speaking, yeah. you know, you're like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's it, man. Like, and I think it only benefits everyone. You know, like we were saying about like fees and not realizing that we're undercharging and that it, then you're right. It, it's twofold. It hurts everyone because then everyone's then crunched because they assume everyone can get stuff for 50 quid when they can't the problem with undercharging too is one thing my mantra i realized is no matter the situation the bad feeling of giving someone a proper quote and them Mm. saying i don't have enough money for it and you being disappointed that you don't get to work on that project is never mm. going to feel as bad as taking on a project for $200 yes. that should have cost yep. 2000 and now you're deep in the shit of two weeks worth of work and revisions you yes know? oh my god yeah that's it and that's why I think we touched on it before that that's why like paperwork and um like having deliverables and signs um like middle ground is so important mm-hmm. because at the end of the day it, you are it is a business a business thing yes yes we're creative but you have to be equally creative and business-like if one overtakes the other you essentially and uh, you can't you don't function but if you're too yeah. creative and not business-like you lose money or you undercharge and you devalue yourself if you're too business-like you're then not creative enough to then get the business um yeah, even with like if it's someone you know, make sure you do that stuff. Like, don't think that yeah. just because you know this person or they're like your friend yeah. or whatever, still do a contract. You know, it's important. No, yeah, especially like if you're doing stuff for people you know, um, 
I try not to, but I make sure. And if I do, it has to be on like my terms, like when I'm free or if I have the capacity, because a lot of times I just don't. Like I can sometimes go like two, three weeks not being able to do my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has to be slotted in and you have to, it's a priority thing, you know, like yeah, it's, there's stuff that pays your bills and there's all the stuff you can do like for fun, hopefully. Yeah. And it's about prioritizing what comes first. I always uh, get anxiety about like, if I don't, if I say no to this project, they'll never contact me again for a future project, <laughs> yeah. you know? Uh, yeah. Well, but then it's again, it's like, it's also like a self-respect thing, I guess, where you're like, you know, you have to have limits or you have to have, you know, um, you have to know your own. How like, much your time's worth and everything and how much yeah, like uh, your uh, bandwidth or whatever, mental bandwidth. Yeah, exactly. Because so. no one else is going to know. And, uh, and if you know yourself, you can at least be resilient in the fact that if something doesn't happen or if a quote turns into nothing, yeah. you know it was accurate and you know it was good. Yeah. Um, and it's nothing like that sense of value in yourself, which is very important to have. Right. Um, and yeah, you're right. Like, yes, it does suck that you, some people say no, cause it's like too expensive, but you then could have another inquiry that is right. And if you always took the ones, and like you said, if you didn't do churning out something that's too grand, and it's you might 200. be too busy for the good one. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, would you um, rather do exactly five, right. five, uh, undervalued projects or deny four and then the fifth one is going to pay the same amount as all the other ones you know yeah and if 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 being freelancers taught me anything is that you never really know i mean in life as well get a bit deep here but like you never really know what's around the corner and you know a lot of times you just you have to you're reacting to things Mm -hmm. and you just have to be the best prepared because you're always going to be reacting to stuff and you don't know what one conversation could be like, you know, that's why it is so important to connect with people and, yeah. and to not dismiss someone just cause they've got like a weird username or something like, you know, like, you know, cause like I said, you, you can get a quite a handful of DMS, but to, to treat everyone with the same amount of respect because they deserve it. Like mm-hmm. you don't know who's behind that profile. You don't know who that person is. You're only closing a door that's already open. Um, mm-hmm. and that's just how you should treat it really. Um, yeah, yeah, that's why I've been trying to be more uh, personal and approachable online, even though I don't know, something's just weird about Instagram is I feel way more <laughs> like I'll record this podcast. I'll record endless amounts of YouTube videos, talking in yeah. front of the camera, looking into the camera, exposing like my life. <laughs> but I feel yeah. that to me is easier than taking a selfie. That's still, you know, like I, th- th- there's this I weird feeling that I feel like if I just take a picture, it someone's thinking, okay, bro, we get it. Like, that's your face. Like, yeah. we don't need to see it, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel that. Oh, man. I, I think I I feel in that one. I think only recently I'm, I, I'm picking away at that. I've taken a lot more photos of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, just feeling a bit more like, but that this is me. And you're right. Like, there is that bit of disconnect sometimes where you're like, you can record these like hour long podcasts, but then taking a photo of yourself was just another, it's just like a step too far. Like what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that is it. And then, you know, uh, hopefully you get out of that man. Cause like, honestly, right. it's, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's nice. Cause you, you're right. There is that kind of disconnect. And I think it's tone as well. You know, like I feel like platform, especially social media platforms is they have different roles, don't they? Um, Twitter is very much just no filter, do kind of whatever you want. Yeah, it's like a wild um, west yeah. out there. Yeah, oh, but in a nice way. Yeah. Uh, 
And like, whereas Instagram is a little bit more, you can kind of be it, but it's still got to be purposeful. Um, and then other platforms like Behance, is, that's the most polished you're ever going to get Behance. It's like, oh yeah, you know, there's all these platforms, man. Um, and then you have Discord, which is like the undertone of it all, or like WhatsApping someone. The behind the scenes kind of is Discord. That's, that's what's holding it all together, all those chats and things, yeah. you know. The amount of people that, like, and further creatives and designers where we're like, like, what hashtags work better? Or like, yeah, like, how does your red look good? Or like, why does it look all crisp? And I'm like, well, I'll just do this. Yeah, well, do people ask you about that a lot? Because like red is yeah. like, man, Instagram fucks red <laughs> shit up. It does, yeah. yeah. I, learned, I learned it very hard. Like my first, that the clumsy, the clumsy illustration is like the first one. And I remember posting that, it just came out brown. And I was like, what? Like, what? Yeah, And that's why I chose this particular hex code that I use is because it doesn't ever fuck up. Right. <laughs> it it's never consistent. goes brown. It's very consistent. And for some reason, when it gets, I don't know why, the compression, you're right, kills everyone. Um, it just does something to reds uh, yeah. and oranges as well, I feel. They're very similar vein. Um, and purples, you can't really get a pop in purple that much. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kills it for some reason. And you'd think an image-based platform would sort out the image base. And yet Twitter's already a step ahead of them with these 4K images loading, which are just awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, one interesting thing is, uh, the, speaking of the Twitter thing, uh, everyone's mm. very excited about that. But I saw an excellent counter argument of saying, be careful with that, because now you lose the ability to refrain from posting the highest version of something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I mean, I've <laughs> like NFT. I've did, you're buying the high JPEG, but yeah. what if you already posted the high JPEG? Yeah. People are going to value it even less, you know. Yeah, that is it, man. I, I'm. I mean, I've definitely been hit with that whole screenshot use it kind of thing. I mean, I freak you know the in our hands like graphic man. Like the amount of times you can just reverse, reverse image search that, and there's like thousands. Really, and all it was is that. I would, I made that mistake of like ha- give, having the high res one out there and then boom, it's on Pinterest, then it gets used and whatever. Um, but there are simple things like you can, uh, I've got it on my site where you can't right click on the images. Yeah, I have that as well. Um, stuff like that. I kind of tried to do it with just posting videos, like cause then mm. you can't screenshot videos. It'll like, like, like kind of weird maybe. Yeah. yeah. So but again, I think it's just one of those things where it unfortunately it's so it's a it's an attitude thing rather than a um something we can solve now it's one of those things where and i i think nfts are one of those steps towards that where it's the realization that that is artwork and it's been crafted and it's been created by someone mm-hmm. that yes you can screenshot it but it doesn't mean anything i think and i think memes have essentially garnered that for the average person where they think oh i can just save that and that's mm-hmm. mine. Um, I've got the tangible image to use forever now. Um, well, it's like, like when said, people you- say that argument, um, uh, it's easier to differentiate real from fake when you have like, a, let's say a real Jackson Pollock, right? Someone yeah. could say, I mean, you could just get that, you can get that made again for a couple hundred bucks or you can get that printed but it's not the same, you know, and that's how no, the, no. the NFT shit should be looked at. You know, it, it is yeah. the same, but it's all just value that we made up anyway. So it's not like, it is. Oh, you know? I mean, 
you know, I, I think a good example of that is like, you know, or like cards, card. you could print a fake Yu-Gi-Oh card and it looks yeah, the same. Legit. Yeah. Like the only, we put value on stuff, right? Same when you resell like sneakers and stuff, like the thing itself costs like 40 quid or not even that, but the scarcity and the hype around it and people's attitudes, because it might be a particular colorway, we give value to things. And I think that's where we've, I think we've tapped in it with, with NFTs is that there's that perception of value that you can't replicate. It only happens like once, isn't it? You right. know, yes, you can copy, duplicate, screenshot. It isn't the same. And subconsciously, you know, it's not the same. You know, you screenshotted it. You know, it's not the original one. And that's yeah. why we buy prints and, and, and now NFTs or we buy merch or we buy the physical thing because and NFTs is like the symbiote of that online where you could have a physical sneaker or you could have the rotating artwork of it as an mm -hmm. NFT. They're same vein. You can choose either. You, you, there's both on option. And I think it's only a good thing, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like Speaking that's of... I mean, uh, you know, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, like, like, you know, there's there's that sense that it exists, right? You mm -hmm. know, that like it's not just an idea that someone's right. had, that it's a tangible asset. And mm -hmm. I think that's what it is going forward. And we've just changed the definition of that a little bit. Right. Or broadened it in a way. Mm. What, um, speaking of that, what's going on with these shoes? Tell me, uh, Let's hear about the Converse. Oh, Are yeah. they coming out like tomorrow? Yeah, so like, They'll be out by the time yeah. this is out, but hopefully yeah, someone what, can, st yeah, you can still get the, them. You can still get them, but. Yeah, so basically, well, when would, the, oh, when would this be out? This like, won't be out for like, uh, there's one more before it. So like, right. like uh, 11, four, or 11 days from now or whatever. So they might be mm. all sold out knowing you. Yeah, well, so basically it's a two week pre-order window. Okay. Um, so, and they're all handmade to order. So if you can make um, it in there. Yeah, you could, oh, 100%. <laughs> try. All the cool content will be out by now because we've had a lot of some delays and things. But basically, and then that was, just, again, that was another online thing, man. Like, I did the mock-up as like a joke for Halloween as part of the series. Was that and the um, old school poster, like one? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, and I was like, oh, that would be cool to make one day, wouldn't it? And then a year later, when I've done it, um, Rose come uh, posting is like, hey man, I do like sneakers and stuff. I mean, like US and Canada, like I can make those. I was like, uh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, I was sold on just the fact that you said you could make those. Um, and yeah, um, bless him. Like he's been like working his socks off trying to source stuff. Um, we've been like having so many calls and like trying to source things. But yeah, it's like. It's not an official club. I think I have to say this. Like, yeah, because I was wondering get... the rules with that. Because you know that all that shit yeah. that happened recently with like oh, little Nas man. and the mischief it's stuff. It's just silly. Like, uh, like you you've bought the shoe, so you can do anything you want with it. Like, you know, yeah. like if you go on Depop, there's so many Air Force One customs. It's the same premise. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, the, like, like every fucking yeah. person sells like vape printed uh, Air Force oh, Ones. Yeah. So and, you're you're making them then. You're you're. You're sourcing them with uh, who, who's yeah. the Rose? No, Rose, Rose, not name. Rose, that name is his handle. Um, yeah, and uh, basically, yeah, just kind of getting them, <laughs> completely kitting them out, and you'll get a lot of people don't know this yet, and I guess they will by this time comes out. But basically, you get like spare laces. It will come in like a coffin shoe box. It's not like oh, a typical spare shape. 
it's a coffin shape. It's in like a body bag as well that you have to unzip. Um, oh, yeah. And you'll get like a print of the poster as well. Um, you were discussing other stuff, but in the end, it just came to the, the core thing of the shoes. I think most people sold just purely on the shoes, but a lot of people haven't seen the box as of now, but they will do. So it's a classic think, Chuck, basically, right? And then with yeah. um, with a custom circular label and a custom, yeah. like this, the foot embroidery, it, right? Yeah, it is. And it's going to be all like washed and like peeled back and like weathered a bit. Um, kind of gray, really nice. almost, right? Like a faded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's going to be really cool. I mean, and I hopefully this will be the first of many. I mean, I'd hope to like, I've always wanted to have more kind of bespoke hands-on shit. Like I yeah. still haven't really gotten around to doing my own like set of clothing, like, like Dan's done and Doron's done. Like mm-hmm. I'd love to get eventually to that point where I can yeah. do it myself. I've done it in so, the past, but it was shit. So I, it's like, you know, it was <laughs> what like, did you do? Like, was it, like, it was just high school shit, shit or... screen printing and stuff. Yeah. 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 Did you enjoy it though? I mean, screen printing. Yeah, is awesome. it was fun. It was fun. Oh. But looking at it, I'm like, I can't believe this shit will fucking even sold Eddie, you know? <laughs> you left that the heat set on a little bit quicker. Yeah. Or, yeah. You ever look at, you know, you ever look at your stuff? And I talked about this with the past guest, um, is like, man, like, it's a good problem, but you really do get better every fucking year, oh, you know? Yeah. Like, that's good. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. Yes, it's cringy. Yes. Like, you know, I mean, I used to irk me now that all my stuff's outlined, right? But I still wouldn't line up. There'd be like bits where the line would like poke through mm-hmm. and I'd be like, what? Why, would you, why would you not just correct that? Yeah. And that's exactly it. Like over time you go, no, right. And, that, and you have all these rules, you know, uh-huh. like this can't be that. And it's about refinement and it just shows you actual growth. And I think a lot of times we don't acknowledge it ourselves, right? We get so into making all the time that we need to sometimes take a step back and go, oh, whoa, this year was sick. Like I had all these good things yeah, happen. Yeah. I learned so much. That is so, it is, I'd say, the most valuable thing you could ever do. Because if you never do that, you will never see that improvement. Mm-hmm. And then you get imposter syndrome and you get a sense that like, everyone's better than you and you're not progressing. It's very important to have that tap on the back from other people as well. But also yourself, you need that yeah. realization that, from within that you're like, oh yeah, look at me then and now. And it's sometimes it's good to look back or it's essential to look back really. Yeah. I have a problem like figuring out sometimes when I try to think of ideas for a um, YouTube or a reel, like some kind of tutorial, it's hard Hmm. to remember what you like. You just feel like you've always known everything, you know? Yeah. Like sometimes I do stuff for my like, non-design friends that are working in a design program let's say like like my uh, guy that helps me produce this vince he'll ask mm. me a question about illustrator because he's working on like a, a pitch deck for like a uh-huh. multimedia project right and he'll say yeah how do you like do like the guides and i'm just like uh, i didn't know that was a thing people didn't know you know because yeah, you, your yeah, whole yeah. life you've been doing like the command colon hotkey or yeah, whatever you know oh my god yeah yeah and you're like oh no got all right so you got the menu yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, hard like, to think like, of yourself as a beginner, you know? Yeah, I know. Or like you get, like, I mean, not have a got, but you get um, the, the shortcuts on your keyboard or something. Yeah. Like, and you never, you never need them again. Um, yeah, that's exactly it. But like, yeah, you're right. Like, sometimes you, you, you forget yourself how far you've come. And I think it's essential that you kind of have that taking your head out your own kind of world for a bit 
um actually self-evaluate because it's very important isn't it you know yeah because you were i remember i started so my my first day of design was as an apprentice um august 20 august 17th 2015 that was my first day as a designer yeah um and i get i literally sat down i was like right photoshop illustrator uh, what's that i was what's in in design what's that? yeah and there's also quark as well i had to learn that um and i was like okay and then using it a bit having to do with these pdfs and things and then now boom i know all these little you know having oh like, harry how do you make all the page yeah you just know it and i think it's that level of wow that's what's one, crazy about indesign now, is i learned it in school and i did a uh hand bound book so i had to set up all Ooh, the pages and then nice. set it up to where the order had to be like it wasn't one two three four five because they fold oh, yeah. and it's like one yes. four seven whatever yeah and yeah. learning all that made me realize like self-taught designers even though some of them could be way better than me at photoshop illustrator people don't ever really seek out how to use indesign you know but being well, forced um, to yeah. use it has been helpful for like i love it for like resume and large yeah. pdf documents and stuff it's really helpful yeah yeah indesigns i because i love like printed stuff like that was always my kind of thing um knowing like how to do artwork things and that was always kind of the thing i love doing because it's like the last thing that you do as a designer and it gets sent off and made that's it yeah um i used to love that like oh, okay so you've got to have all the color codes you've got to convert the color profiles and make sure the bleed and crop marks and like registration marks are all there margins um, everything like i mean books are like my kind of um my guilty pleasure because i just love the whole process of doing the book i mean i did a book with like 30 seconds of mars which is um should get mine soon it's a massive coffee table book full of Photo images book. and stuff yeah, big photo book. It's all from like their America tour. Yeah. And um, it was awesome. Like, because the process of it is really nice. You know, you, you have like going through the pages, the page count. Like, it's just really cool. It's just a cool process. And yeah, InDesign is like my my thing. Yeah. My favorite thing about InDesign is the, uh, I think it's W on the hotkey, or it might be hmm. where you get the like plain view. Yes, like I wish yeah. that worked, but that way in oh. Illustrator, you know. <laughs> no, yeah, oh, or like yeah, like outline preview and like yeah. pixel preview and overprint. Yeah, look at this. Oh. I'll show you if you like books. I'll show you something cool. This is like a boundless book. So let me see if I can. It Whoa. opens up like this, right? Yeah, yeah. Whoa! Oh, whoa! Yeah. And so uh, you, it's kind of a pain in the ass to look at, but it's pretty nah, fucking yeah. cool. And it's like a very um, designed like memoir thing of like all these old scans nice. and stuff. Yeah. When the, the coolest thing about this book is I actually had to buy it for a class, like non-design yeah. class. It was like a, a uh, writing, like general education class. And the guy yeah. was just dope. Like our textbooks were all just really cool, like comic things and like nice. weird short stories and stuff. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I could go on about, I'm literally, um, you know, like, you know, in like American Psycho where Patrick Bateman's like that subtle, like off white comedy. Eggshell white like, or whatever. That's me. That is yeah. me. Like I have so many sample books like at home and stuff where I'm like, like they've made like wood into paper even though it is wood like yeah they've done you know like they've it's all recycled or there's like it's like leather almost yeah 
yeah that's me all over the <laughs> like like i have yeah. one of those little i don't know where it is right now but the pantone like little book yes and because yeah, i got it from my work because we at my job i work for my full-time job is like a uh, i do a lot of packaging and stuff for the place i work oh, at cool. so i have to do yeah. like the color proofing and whatnot and it's yeah. crazy man like looking at those things cost like fucking 300 dollars oh or some God, shit yeah, and you only have like paper. two of them yeah like they're yeah. like oh we can and then have... they're like make sure you get a new one in eight months or whatever yeah yeah oh god yeah yeah, oh. yeah. that's so good though so i'm not just sticking through i mean i think that's how i discovered a lot of like you like i was like wait you can get like like a red that looks good that's not mm-hmm. crap and the flicking through like i mean like 32c mag they're named after like the 32c color yeah. like chart have and you ever like, gotten oh, the wow. pantone of your your red like figured out uh yeah kind yeah of. kind of it depends on what it's on mm-hmm. but it's just bright red c yeah like, like that's it oh it already has its own thing yeah yeah so i was like oh that's kind of cool and then i know the cmyk breakdown which is like wait can i should i say it no um yeah it's um <laughs> top secret wait do i do i know it it's like 84 uh, m85 y90 so then there's more paper showing through so it's like brighter mm-hmm. and that's how it looks that's like cool. i got some um tape done from sticker mule like recycled tape and I, and it came out really nice actually oh it's um, just a plain solid yeah yeah um but yeah that was the breakdown but yeah like uh this is kind of cool. I mean, just I love all the color charts and things. You kind of you can go, whoa! Like, how can they make this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Getting all these like fancy kind of neon grains or glitter or like metallic iridescent. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's see here. What uh, the last thing I want to ask you uh, is because um, I know you. We spoke about it a bit already. You do a lot of. Tra- you're very transparent, and you like to talk a lot about. Um, navigating the your career as a designer and hmm. like with the do's and don'ts so if you had yeah. to give yourself the what's the most important advice you'd give yourself in 2015 when you're first starting oh. from now oh there's a couple um i uh, think well, i think the main one would be it doesn't have to be perfect um I've kind of recently um, had this approach where it's like kind of doing stuff to like 80%. Um, yeah. Not as in like not trying, but it doesn't have to be like so like in depth or so detail orientated that you, you miss the point of why it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where I got like, it got personal. I think, I think I crossed the line too much, too many times where, I was so invested in it being perfect that it ended up not being perfect anyway. Um, yeah. So yeah, like I think I'd say to myself, like, look, like that's it's fine. Like you don't need to overdo it. I think I overdid things a lot. And a lot of things, like if you're trying to overdo ten things, all ten of them are going to be crap. Whereas nine out of ten of them, you don't need to overdo. But there's going to be that one that you can then pull it out from nowhere. And I think I've learned that as I've gotten older, where just apply yourself, you can really then apply yourself to the projects that mean, you know, or the, the certain tasks that are, that need that level of detail. Cause most of them don't, they don't need yeah. that pulling your soul into it. 
only a couple do because they're the ones that then really flourish because you can't you end up with no soul if you put it into all of them um but yeah no and it sounds you know selfish or harsh but that is the reality you can't apply yourself 110 percent all the time because there'll be nothing of you left and i think i learned that from the everyday posting you know six to nine months doing every day and then six months not doing anything you know it was kind of a burnout you it 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 can seriously cripple you um so yeah that'll be that'll be it like it doesn't have to be exactly that all the time that's good and it's like you only it's almost looking at it like you have uh 10 ounces of like soul liquid right yeah and you have 10 projects yeah or you got to put maybe 0.5 0.5 whatever and then the other three into one really important thing you know yeah the guest i had on before he said uh name was timmy um he said uh done is better than perfect that's like this Mm, is the whole thing you know yeah yeah, it is yeah it's because yeah exactly because there'd be loads of times where i just you know i only had like four hours to do something and i'd spend eight (laughs) and it's like why um and the only and the only person that's losing out is you when you do that. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, done is done is better than perfect. Yeah, yeah, that was great, man. Uh, good, uh, good insight. Great way to end it. And I well, appreciate you. talking to you. One thing I want you to do before we head out, just uh, plug all your stuff, the Converse, yeah, uh, yeah. where you can get that, your socials, everything. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, well, firstly, man, thanks for being on this. Like, it's um, so nice to have like a. Uh, a, a creative to creative like conversation it's nice yeah um but yeah um yeah converse are out you know like the 5th of april and they'll still be out for a bit all pre-order they'll be at rose's site but they'll all be linked up from my mailing list and everything so people will know where that is um i'm at harry two underscores vincent on everything for consistency um and uh com is my main portfolio and uh yeah i I try and be as active as ever and uh, i always answer a dm it may just take me two to three business days most times um (laughs) yeah always always up for a chat always up for like collaborating and stuff as well oh yeah cool yeah and if you want to hear a little bit more head over to the patreon we're going to do a little q a with uh harry uh little questions from the community and whatnot check that out uh if you just uh just can't get enough of us talking you know you need a little bit more but um anyway that was really cool and appreciate finally sitting down with you you know uh, screen to screen or whatever you want to call it and um, we'll see you guys next time thank you yeah see you guys